Here we go. Hey, this is Sharita C.W. Dela Cruz, and this is the Middle Page Podcast, powered by Blast Music 24-7, Esoteric Entertainment, and you. Tonight we have, um, what can I, what, what will I not say about this great person? Um, he's done a TEDx talk, he's a teaching arts teacher, he's award-winning, he's a poet, he's a father. He's a friend of mine, his name is Moody Black. Come on through, Moody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. What's happening? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what it does. Man. Oh, I'm, man. I'm honored. Thanks for having me. And uh, like I said earlier, this is like my first online interview this year, I think. I don't, my recollection. I haven't done one of these in a long time. That's why I'm all just shuffled and stuff right here. But uh, Oh, man. That's cool. I'm excited. No problem. No problem. I'm excited, too. Um... I hadn't had an opportunity to interview you since, I want to say 2021 maybe, with the Shaq and Verb show. Um, But you've had some developments happen since then. First of all, I know you, the folks don't know you. Um, (laughs) Your name is Moody Black. Where are you from, Moody Black? Well, everybody out there, my name is, I uh, go by Moody Black. I'm from originally from Sparbury, South Carolina, residing now in Grayville, which is like 25 minutes apart. But uh, yeah. I'll say South Carolina. Uh, yeah, born in Grand Hill, but I travel extensively, but this is home. All right. And um, what do you do? I know you're a poet. Tell us some folks <laughs> who Moody Black, Black the Ooh. Poet is. Let me get, that let me get that was scroll. a spring off. Roll, roll, roll that was scroll. a spring off. I, First I, I of all, I want to say, I want to say, I want to say it's a brand. Okay. It's de- At this point, definitely. Moody Black is a brand. Definitely. Um, it, start, definitely. it started with poetry, right? No, actually it started with visual arts. I'm an artist, oh. uh, visual artist, drawing paint. Um, that was my first gift per se. Um, the poetry came a little bit, a little bit later, a few years later than the poetry, poetry and rapping came at the same time. I was like right. 11 or 12. So definitely hip hop influenced. Um, but yeah. So for those who do not know, Woody Black is a visual artist, drawing paint, uh, spoken mm-hmm. word artist. I do these poems and things. I got in the poetry slam. Eventually uh, became a slam coach slash slam master. I'm doing that right there. Took um, the steps. Yeah. Uh, teaching artists. I go to schools, uh, help kids have fun with poetry. Not, not only kids, universities, colleges, even just communities, people of all ages, uh, have helped them rekindle if they wanted to write and had a love and passion mm. once before, help them rekindle that love again and make it easier and digestible to, to express themselves. You know, so I, I do communication workshops where I, I kind of intertwine poetry with that because it's all a form of communication. Um, right. Yeah, so corporations, they bring me in. I do that every now and then. So trying to get more of that, get the more corporate side. Yeah, and let's segue into the TEDx talk. How did that happen? Yeah, I was about to get there, man. Uh, Okay, okay, slow down. And and, uh, his thing, four-time, four-time TEDx presenter and speaker. Yes, I only put it I know about the 2007 one because I saw that one. Well, yeah, so... 17, 2017. Yeah, but the very first one, and the very first one they had in Greenville, uh, the guy hit me up, and he wanted me to, like, talk about what I do in poetry and perform. But what I did, we had, like, a couple of upstate slam teams, 
I got me another uh, slam coach and we talked about it and we had two performances, two group pieces. That was my first TEDx. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Then, um, yeah, so then my ex-wife and I, we did Furman TEDx, Furman University. We talked about poetry mm. and poetry group piece. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did another one, another Furman by myself. <laughs> wow. Then I did the 2017 major one. Mm-hmm. So, with with these talks able to be found on YouTube, can you find those talks on YouTube? Probably the Furman one, but the one with the two teams, a slam team. Mm-hmm. That one. Did it? Reveal. I forgot what the minute twenty ten, eleven, come like that. That's okay. Great. So that's rather exclusive right there. Yeah, or you can, I think you had to say what, say word slam team. Yeah, so you type that in. Yeah, say word. Say word to say what, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so. So, um, do me a favor and just adjust your mic just a little bit. Oh, is that crazy? Yeah. Hear me now? Yes. I, I guess I need to be still, I, I move too much. <laughs> Words move. <laughs> Making yes. words move. <laughs> yes. yes. That's your tagline, right? Well, I, that's my, my personal institute. Um, when I do my teaching artistry. But I'm also contracted with different entities. Like in Greenville, we have the Metropolitan Arts Council. They have a okay. program called the Smart Arts. Smart Arts right. program. So they contract me to do schools in Greenville. So I'm a Smart mm-hmm. Arts teacher. But my own venture is making words move. So that's my own personal thing for I go outside the city and outside the state. You know, I do what I do as a teacher artist, but it's my brand, Making Words Move Institute. That's what it is. Right. And I, have a, I have my own channel on YouTube. I have several channels, but my educational channel is Making Words Move. And, uh, I have stuff behind okay. the scenes and kids performing poems. We talk about my adventures in the schools. Yeah. Now, my main page mm-hmm. is hip hop, poetry, behind the scenes. And all. So how many studio albums do you have at this time? <laughs> Listen here, I got about maybe 10, 11 of joints. Yeah, mm. a lot of, back then, you know, the technology wasn't as advanced as it is now. But I, I got CDs. <laughs> wow. CDs, uh, about three or four hip hop CDs. Yeah. Would you ever di- would you ever digitize your discography at one point? The to go for the in its entirety for it to be available to people. Here's what I so if y'all go on Bandcamp, I love Bandcamp. I wish more people get on Bandcamp. Uh, so a good bit of my discography, Bandcamp. I made the bonehead decision to take a lot of it down, and I need to put it back up. And what happened? I lost a, uh, a couple of CDs here and there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't. I didn't have the means to save them. So a lot of my stuff right. is like. There, people got them every now and then. Somebody take a picture. I got one of these like old CDs, and I, I got it. I need to cop that, but I do have a good bulk of my discography on Bandcamp. And y'all, please get on Bandcamp because as an artist, you get more of our money when you purchase an album or a single on Bandcamp. We get absolutely. If you buy a, a single for a dollar, a dollar, you gonna get eighty cents for that. <laughs> Yeah, Bandcamp is very nice to its artists that contribute to the uh, website. I have two projects on Bandcamp myself, so yeah. (laughs) I know. Oh, yeah, it's just for people. 
it's, it's not as accessible. You know, I've got people buy some paper. Everybody on Spotify, Apple Music, which is cool. It is like I have several playlists I created on Spotify. It's fun, but mm-hmm. as an artist, getting like a tenth of a penny per stream. So you're not really making no, no real money unless you Drake and you sell a million singles and you still only get like a couple thousand, like 10, 7,000 from the streams. That's just a fraction of a penny. Man, listen. But, um, yes. Last, last yes. Music 24-7 could probably do you better than that. And I'll give you more information about that myself. But yeah, but we're talking about you right now. Um, I'll, I'll definitely give you more info about, information about that. Um, I want to ask you real quick, how do you balance your life with your work? Um, a lot of us who who are entered into middle agedom, we know what our grind was in our teens, our 20s, our 30s. You know, how do you balance that now? I know you have children. Um, I know you um, value your uh, quality time as an individual, but you're passionate about the work that you do with the community in the um, world at large because you do you go beyond South Carolina as far yes. as your reach. Um, how do you well, balance that? It's, it's definitely rough and challenging. Um, it was cool for a minute. I think the biggest effects is when you're in a relationship. If you have a relationship, y'all, you're on this grind. It's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. At least, um, you know, working towards well, I'm not, <laughs> but for just in the past several months and within a year and a half, of, you know, I was in in, in the relationship. It was hard uh, trying to grind, and balance, you know, giving that quality time and stuff like that. Right. It's definitely ending on both sides. So trying to find a balance is definitely hard. One thing I do, I, I really converse with a lot of people, especially young people. I'm like, man, get it. Get it now, man. I took a lot of it for granted. Being mm-hmm. 20s, I'm mean, you can relate, you know, not understanding what it really, really took. So it took me getting in my real, real far deep adulthood. Like, okay, I'm gonna need to really grind and go hard to be successful. You know? yeah. yeah, but it's, it, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it, 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 it's not. It's not. A, it's not a, like a straight line. People think the grind is a straight line. It's, it's peaks and valleys, man. It's, it's highs and lows, um, but if, you, if it's something you love, man, you got to put that in the forefront. Um, I remember watching the interview with Shannon Sharp, and you know people may say whatever about him now, but you know he's a Hall of Famer. He's a three-time mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Talks about how he had to really put that above everything, even like quality time with his kids. But he was making a carving out a uh, good life for his kids. They, 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 you know, they hate to miss time, but at the same time. They happy to get to reap the benefits of his success. You know, they don't have yeah. to. Walk, you know what I'm saying? So it's trying to find that. I do believe in trying to give more. I do. I love. I love spending time with my kids. I love my kids. You know, I got a couple of grandkids. I love them. I love them. So I think that that's important. Man, to, to try to balance that. You know, so it's it's rough, man. But you got to if you really love what you're doing, love what you're all about. Yeah, mm-hmm. sac- that's the big word: sacrifices. Right. So we go, that's our takeaway word for that part, sacrifice, right? Um, do you find that in your personal life, people don't understand? Well, of course, we know that people don't understand the vision. We no. could sit here and formulate a whole thing and it's so vivid and it's so fresh and it's so exciting to us. And then you just go to your closest folk. You be like, hey, this is what I want to do, blah, 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 blah. And then they be like, 
man, look at man, you know what man, I'm man, my, my best friend and all that. Shout out my man Johnny C. Even my best friend and roommate. We talk about all, a lot of time where you have uh, these gifts and you see things, you see the world in a different way, and you may share mm-hmm. these is and it's, you, you're so excited about it, but the, the, you know, the, the average person you're like, oh, okay, it's whatever. And you're like, nah, this ain't whatever. <laughs> this is up here. This is a grandiose idea. Or, you know, artistry thing we in. We trying to say this is what's going on. This is beautiful. And they like, oh, okay. Nah, I be like, nah, it's not okay. It's better than okay. It's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. just, it's crazy, man. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for trade it for the world. I just wish I was like a lot of people wish you done it earlier. But <laughs> she had the mindset, the grind mindset earlier. Right. Young, young, undisciplined. You don't, you don't see it at the time. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna reach back. A lot of people our age think that, you know, they can't continue to live their dreams or fulfill their passions um, outside of family or work. Um, I'm one of them. Like I've had to balance life and family for a really long time. I had my uh, oldest child at 15. So I've been balancing life and family life and work and whatnot for the longest time. And it sacrifices, when I tell you, I understand that. Um, can you speak to our viewers on the moment that you had to really realize that you had to put some things down for the greater good and you saw the big picture for what would happen later and like kind of what that looked like for you? Well, you know, just you got to go out there like work. You got to work. You can't escape working nine to five. And that's why I look back. I said, I wish I'd done something different. Now, that was a point when I finally decided to go out here. I really took that leap of faith. I just did mm-hmm. it without proper planning. <laughs> I just did it so <laughs> So it was like, I made it a little harder for myself. Mm-hmm. I would tell anyone, you know, you got nine to five, use that to, to fund your goals and dreams. Really put stuff back. Be really serious about it, no matter what it is. You got to take some stuff back. You know, I know it's hard. I know we we in a situation where we're struggling and trying to survive. Yeah, if you just put some money back, man, and just be smart. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Ten dollars a week. Invest in yourself. Invest in your goals, man. Do something for yourself or for your dreams. Definitely doable. Uh, and, and then and take that leap. But have have a plan. Uh, like me, I just I said, man, screw this. I just went out there. <laughs> Doom. Man, look. Uh-huh. But it's a lesson. <laughs> Yes, definitely some lessons in that. You know, had to get a couple of bumps upside the head. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine to a point. Okay, I'm about there. I'm about there. I'm keep going. I, I see the finish line. I see the finish line. So, yeah. Absolutely. Else to see the That's the, always the, the challenge. <laughs> it really is because you know, whenever you have a purpose or a, a mission or um, passion that you're trying to fulfill. No one understands it but you. And especially when God gives it to us, they ain't really gonna understand it. Nobody outside your body until it starts to look like something that people can right. put their hand on or visualize. You know, a thought is a plan when you put it on paper. And then of course, it's tangible at that point. Um, oh, shout out, shout out to Carla Simpson for coming in on the show. Um, go ahead and say that again. No, what you about to no. say? Nobody wants to see you bake the cake. They want to see the cake. 
<laughs> right. I want to see that pretty cake. I don't want to yeah, see the flour and the eggs. I've seen flour and eggs all my life. And cracking the eggs and sifting and stuff. They don't want to see that. Right. Uh, they see then, but you got the cake ready. Like, oh, that's nice. Give me a slice. That's, that's right. Cake. <laughs> right. You don't even know what it took for me to get these eggs. Yeah. So, um, sacrifice is a takeaway. Investment yeah. in yourself is a takeaway. Yeah. Um, when it comes to investing in yourself, how, how does you, what does that look like? Especially whenever you are, you know, out there, you taking the leap and, um, you know, you want to make sure that your health is good. You want to make sure that your wellness is good. What does that look like for you? I'm glad you said health. I'm telling you uh, something I used to do, uh, Especially my ex-wife and I, we was, we was on the road a lot. Um, we were real big in health. We would pack, pack food that prevent you from spending at the fast food joints. It's so easy to get, because I've done that too. But if you mm -hmm. prepare at the time, pack you a bunch of you know, healthy sandwiches and salads and whatever it is you love to eat. You know, mm -hmm. on the, get the pleasure we done. The only thing we really done outside of that, we'll go to like a Zaxby's and get their toast. <laughs> right, toast that's food. a good old buttery toast. Man, but we'll put some avocado, you know what I'm saying? Avocado See, on it. Avocado you know tips. Improvise it, you know, improvise with it. But um, yeah, just definitely, you got to take care of your health. Think about how many people we lost, especially, I mean, I'm a hip hop head. I think about like Fife, you know what I'm saying? And this being extreme diabetic, but he contributed, contributed all that to like eating on the tour, tour, touring and just eating all the fast food and junk food and all that. It's yeah, easy drink to... a lot of soda, so they call me Dr. Pepper. The Pepper, yeah. <laughs> told us all the told us all the time what he was doing, you know. Yeah. And he got better toward the end, you know what I'm saying? But well, he was forced to. But if we, but and I hated to him trans, transit transitioning was to get that lesson, you know. So mm -hmm. y'all out, oh, if you out there grinding like that, man, gotta eat healthy or stop. Like I'm fortunate, make a good, a lot of good connection with people. That cook, you know, I'm like, well, I'm coming into town, man, which I got to eat, you know, where the healthy restaurant said, you know, so I'm plugging more into that. That's that's a plus. Mm -hmm. But uh, just investing in yourself, man, just like, for instance, like, um, like for me, like, and I, and I quick little shameless plug. So I have a book out, right? The book? <laughs> yes. Okay. He's a published author now. Yes, I finally, you know how many years people fussed at me, when you going to do a book? When you going to do a book? Where's the book coming? Like, ah. So I finally did that. Uh, the other side of Good. tomorrow. Called other side of tomorrow. It is available on Amazon and Kindle. But okay, uh, that's I, not a shameless plug. You can use this as a um yeah. preemptive book release type deal. Tell yeah. us more about the book. Yeah, man. All uh, years of collecting micro poems and haiku, and, and I got maybe three lengthy poems, but everything is short poems and thoughts I put together. Uh, just my perspective on things and questioning things. Um. But yeah, other side of tomorrow. So my whole point is like, I just did a residency last week, so I finally got my check. I'm like, okay, you pay this bill, pay this, get the baby mama's this. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. we, we go out. We going out here. Social services. <laughs> pay them they <neighbors. laughs> That's right. I keep it real. Well, the general, okay. general people yeah. all around, good people. But they hand me out, buddy. Where's that? I gotta hurry up and get it over there. But 
I know I gotta take a little bit of money to order me some more books. I wanna have physical copies on hand. So I'm yeah. gonna matter what I have to put out here, you know, I gotta pay rent this week too and all that. I gotta take a chunk out. I gotta give me some more books. Plus I got people who right. ordered. But I got I wanna have some on hand. It's like I gotta hustle. I'm gonna go out there and grind share these books. So that's an that's investment. Right. I'm taking that out. So if you work in your nine to five, take a little bit of percentage out of your check. If you're a poet, get some more books. Or, you know, go to the studio, record a track. Put <laughs> the track one week, the next week, uh, master the track. Then the next week, put it out on TuneCore, Disco, Disco Kids, so everybody can hear it. A band camp. You know what I'm saying? So do a little bit for yourself. You know, so what is that? What is that called? Whenever I guess you break it up and do things, you know, it's not compartmentalizing. What, but you know, like, yeah, no. Whenever you just, you know, take your time. A lot of times, think people think you got to do things all at once. I'm gonna go into the studio and mix and master and get this done just like this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I can't I remember the term. Nah, just prioritizing and, and pre- pre- prepping. Yeah. And, uh, just right now, right now, your goals and what you have to do. You know, uh, like, yeah, I'll try, I'll try to get a studio as much as I can. I'm trying to finish my CD. Got a new CD coming out, which is going to be called The Other Side of Tomorrow as well. So I'm really marking Good. it. Yeah, yeah. So I got two singles out, but I'm trying to get the whole album done. It's going to take a little longer than what I wanted to do, but it's just what it is. Okay. Let me just take my time then. The, la- the last mm. one, I did rush a little bit, but it still came out great. But I'm like, you know what? Take your time. But I, I'm like, it's been almost three years. I got to hear get it out. Like, no. So I got two singles out. Let me just I'm, let that marinate and just finish the album. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool. It's okay to do that, y'all. I, I saw an interview with Rick Ross. He was talking about that. You know, just ain't about about getting stuff out there. Let's get it out there right. So, right. You know, so... Go ahead. You said it took a little while. It may take a little while, you know, but let's, let's get it right. That's right. So at one point you had, you know, I guess, I guess as, as a entrepreneurs, artists, creatives, generally, you know, we take uh, moments in our life and we might have a mantra or tagline associated with it. Um, millionaire mindset. Yes. You was you you was right there with that yeah. for a good long while. Probably still with it. What made you think about that uh, relative to you being uh, all around like a father, an artist? Um, when you when you started to adapt to that mentality, um, what was going on in your life for you to feel that way? Well, for the record, man, the pandemic, but I kind of pa- had to pause on that for a little bit and regroup. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm slowly bringing it back, but I was really hardcore on that because once I learned the power of manifesting what you really want, you know what I'm saying, and just had that mindset because in order to be a millionaire, and think about millionaires, most millionaires, they didn't finish college. Most millionaires, they took, they took a leap of faith. They had a lot of stuff. Belief, a lot. I, I don't like, I hate the word belief, a lot of knowing. I don't tell people I believe anything. I know in myself. I don't believe in myself, I know in myself. So you have a lot of self-knowing. Mm-hmm. And you go out there and you do your thing. And uh, that's what happens. So you really have to go hard and be persistent. And you can really, really, you know, being passionate about whatever your gift is. So that's the mindset, because most millionaires, that's the mindset they have. They're relentless. You're relentless in what it is. Like uh, with Bezos, with 
the Amazon. I remember, I remember that cat had his stuff in his garage. I remember slowly seeing this dude Amazon, you know, slowly get there. Like he's one of the richest people in the world, but he had Absolutely. that mindset. Mindset. It was Elon Musk, right? No, 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 no. Jeff no, Bezos. Uh, what's that? Jeff, Jeff Be- Bezos. Yeah, Bezos. Yeah, it's Bezos. one or the other because they both yeah. they both real wild with it, but yeah, oh. they, they they got the money. Yeah, they got the money. We <laughs> get money, they get a little crazy. I almost <laughs> they lose they lose grounding sometimes. But yeah, they they had a vision and they they didn't they, they were relentless about it. So that's the mindset I had. You know, I was going hard. I was relentless. I didn't nothing deter me. You know, I've, I've had not to say I had no rough times doing it. Now the hard times I did. But I was just solely focused on that mindset. That's right. But that so, was our back. You know, just that was hard. But that pandemic was backed everybody mm-hmm. up for me. <laughs> Heck yeah! I think my momentum, my momentum as an artist, stopped. I think the last good gig I did was in Brooklyn in 2019, and then after that, it went everything went to poo. Like I literally was on a wave. I had just put out a beat tape, you know, I was traveling mm-hmm. out of state at that point. I was supposed to go to Rotterdam in 2020 in April. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It was real crazy. And, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I totally right. understand. And I, and I really am very happy that you were able to recover your brand and the things that you're trying to accomplish for you and Bro. your family. <laughs> Bro, boy. Yes. Oh, when we come back from... Uh, the artist spotlight, the glass artist spotlight. Um, I want to kind of get into, you know, get into a personal level with you, because um, we get we get mails on our program, but at the same time, we have viewers who might not understand certain things from a middle aged male perspective, or see someone who is middle aged making things happen to see what that looks like. It's one thing to tell someone what to do, but if you show them what it looks like, they'd be like, Oh wow, he's a, he's a, he's just a guy like me. And you know, of course we're all phenomenal people in the eyes of God. But I'm saying, you know, he's he's an individual and he talks just like I do and he can get it done like I can. You know, some people need a little motivation and I know you've got a few motivational words for our people. Um, yep. So it's the halfway point, and we're gonna get to the blast artist spotlight. V. It's indeed. Um, today's artist is my man Jay Morris, based out right. of Texas, and this song is called Jelly. Check it out. Say she wants a stick, she 
love the view to my sweatpants. She like through these red bands. Picture perfect, it's clearing up. I see what you're doing, but you won't do it good as us. I've been on a mission, I'm patient, I watch it pay off. I put in the work, all the grind, and ain't take a day off. Had to get the muscle, it worked out, I got the weight off. Ballin' like the playoffs, I won't take a day off. I've been getting money, now you jelly, that's a no no. You like when I was bumming, now you jelly, that's a no go. You hate it, that's a you thing. I told you that before. Pull off in the new thing, but you know how it goes. Oh, you jelly, that's a no no. Oh, that's a you thing. Oh, you jelly, that's a no no. Oh, that's a you thing. Oh, you jelly, that's a no no. Hey, that's a you thing. Oh, you jelly, that's a no no. But we already know no. This ice keep my neck froze. I'm easy go with the petrol. I gave her just a piece of me, now she don't want to let go. I gotta live my dreams for all the times that I've been slept on. You ain't what you say you is, really, I think you stepped on Be stepping through the section, more liquor than I got friends She ain't been behind the velvet, I might let her in Don't count the bread that I spend, no need, I get it back quick She thinks she an actress, we cut the scene on the mattress Kill the world off its axis, I get it, that's why you mad at me If you can't play your role, don't expect to get a bag with me Every win come with casualties, I see the way you switch up I charge it to the game, move forward and night my wrist up I've been on the mission, I'm patient, I watch it pay off I put in the work, all the grinding, ain't take a day off Had to get the muscle, it worked out, I got the weight off Ballin' like the playoff, I won't take a playoff I been getting money, now you jelly, that's a no-no You like when I was bumming, now you jelly, that's a no-no You hate it, that's a you thing, I told you that before Pull off in a new thing, but you know how it goes Oh, you jelly, that's a no-no Oh, that's a you thing. Oh, you jelly, that's a no-no. Oh, that's a you thing. Oh, you jelly, that's a no-no. Hey, that's a you thing. Oh, you jelly, that's a no-no. But we already know no. And that was my man, Jay Morris with Jelly. And if you are an independent artist, a spoken word poet, or even an up and coming comedian looking for some exposure, you can go to blastmusic247.com and register for free. But also Blast is needing the fans. So if you are fans of great music, you can go to blastmusic247.com, register as a fan and have access to hundreds and hundreds of music. Blast, changing the industry one artist at a time. All right, back to you guys. Yeah, that's what's up. Hey, I like that song. I like that too. You said that's that's a you thing. Yes, yeah, you. That might be the 2024 <laughs> joint right there. Like, that's a you thing. Like for real. Um, what's up, I told I, I told said hello. Out of the building. What's up, love? Yes. Mm hmm. So check it out. Um, before we went to the artist spotlight, we were talking with you and we got three good words, sacrifice, investment, preparation in regard to um, being the best you you can be when you're in the process of uh, creating what your passion has evoked in you. Um, a lot of people are, you know, nine to fivers, everyday folks. And some people, you know, they don't necessarily carry the mantle to be an artist or creative. Um, I know somewhere in there, there's an ordinary guy 
And, you know, yeah. like as a middle-aged guy, like one of some of the things that you've experienced that are totally different than when you were 20 and 30, that you now recognize and you kind of take charge or embrace or have changed in order to maintain your life the way that it needs to be maintained. Man, um, health, really focused on my health. Um, I'm looking at it different. Like I've always been health conscious. Like I, I was an important. My mom always kept us uh, just trying out different things with food and stuff. But uh, not about after high school, I started really getting health conscious. But really more so now, I'm really about my health and fitness. Really being disciplined to it. Like I would, I would do it, and I wasn't disciplined for especially my fitness part. So mm -hmm. really, know it's about taking better care of myself as we get older. You know, things work. Things start slowing down and get different. Hit different. <laughs> you know, the middle age hump. <laughs> things hit different. Yes, sir. So yeah, absolutely. Really, really working towards uh, maintaining a healthy lifestyle, um, and just my mentality. I look at relationships differently. Mm. You know, like, always, you know, been married twice, man, and it took a lot of stuff for granted. Uh, I, I come in, I come in the game ready to win, and <laughs> after a while, I'm like, ah. Oh, <laughs> this, this is crazy. Right. Why am I, I in here? It. But uh, I, I look at relationships differently. Like, man, I'm like, man, I want, I want something solid. Man. You know, like, man, I want to be like all the way in. You know, so my perspective is different. You know, and then know that you got to go through the rough times and just roll your sleeves up and keep going. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, Cole said, I want that uh, dark skin Aunt Viv love, Uncle Phil love. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I think I think what it comes from is that self-love and then you when you shine it out, your light is gonna hit somebody Perfect. with that same yeah. type of, you know, love. And I think you're the head of the nail, man. Just really, really loving yourself. Like we all innately kind of I love me, I love me some me, but you know, a lot of people really don't, don't love really me. love you. <laughs> not you, but I'm, not you, but I'm saying when we say that, no. like I love myself. But, I, but I'm, I'm saying, but I am saying to myself, man, it's just, just the evolution of thing. Like, man, I got to really, man, I, I've got to realize, say I love me, but do I really love me? I got to really act like I love me and really treat myself and think about myself. And that's, it sounds easy, but it's, it's, it's a challenge, man. You know, you got to challenge it. Do you really love yourself? You know? Absolutely. Because a lot of folks, a lot of folks think that they love themselves because they buy themselves things and whatnot. Um, today on a post, they were talking about, um, it was a commentary um, that one of the Facebook friends was going back and forth with others about, and um, respect, men won't, he, he, he said something about um, men needing respect or getting respect or something like that. And I think one of the responses I gave them, the individual was, um, it starts from the foundation, it's not just surface when it comes to self-love or loving others. I used to be a surface lover. I liked what was, was good on top. And then, you know, once I got to, to beneath the frosting, the cake wasn't that good. When I say <laughs> that, it was just like, you know, I was not ready to deal with anybody else's issues um, and let alone deal with my own. You know what I'm saying? It was not allowing me the area to be able to deal with someone else's issues. I mean, of course, everyone should come to a relationship more equipped than uh, non-equipped. But right. some things you just some things you just really ain't willing to deal with when you know that there's options, fishes in the sea. 
that could be friends, that could be relationships, that could be job opportunities. You know, right. no one has no one has longevity in mind on the surface. You got to get deep um, to be able to right. love yourself right. and love the things around you. Right, um, right. And, and, and now yeah. some things to work on. You know, you got to. You know, we all got things we got to work on. We don't acknowledge that either. And I know I got a lot of stuff fixed. I like what I tell this. Oh, I tell this tactic. That's really nice. What she say? What she say? Imagine loving yourself like you love others. Oh, girl. Yeah, I like y'all. See, deep. see, that's 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 exactly why she's one of my folks. Cause she just makes you just. That, that's, that's, yeah, cause we go out way for everybody else. We, we, I love you. You you really all the fight. way. But, you know, imagine loving ourselves that way. That's that's why I I needed that. Tal, thank you. I needed that. I needed that. That's on time. I have really gotten to a point where I used to be such a doormat. I used to be like thinking by my gift, my gifts of service or my acts of service, as far as accommodating other people's love language, I was just totally neglecting myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when you actually put your foot down and you start letting people know what you're accepting and what you're not accepting it, you'll, you'll probably someone's not favorite person because your first, your, your favorite sentence will become no. Not being mean because even someone who just an innate pleaser, an innate people pleaser, when they finally start saying no, it hurts them more than it hurts the person who's being told no. Right. But at the same time, you've got to say it. you got to do it sometime and really mean it because you can say no and then say, well, you call it back. Well, I can give you a ride too, but not from. No, nah, you just say yes again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or I can do this or I could do that for you and really just be like, Nah, and you say yes again. Stand firm in yourself and love yourself, right? Thanks. So, um, let's talk about wellness. You mentioned that you are not the best at exercising. What has gotten you to a place where you actually can get out and get your fitness on? You know. Well. Uh- I'm tired of playing with it. You know, I'll play around with it. I, I, I've had years where I work out for a couple months. I stopped several months. I pick back up here and there. And I was like, I got I to gotta be more consistent. Now I'm already mm-hmm. a thin dude, slim guy. You know, I'm like, I got to get some bumps on me. You know, I got to get some muscles. <laughs> I got to get some muscles, man, you know. But I was I was skinny fat. <laughs> I, I, my man Jabu coined that term, skinny fat. You got a little good. What, do, what does that mean? What does that mean? When you're skinny fat, your legs skinny, got a little bit. You kind of put it in the middle. Oh, okay. <laughs> got like, you. I understand. Straight, little skinny, but go to the side, got a little push. <laughs> My profile is pudgy, but straight for like a stick. Yeah, that's skinny fat. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got you now. That makes sense. So, but do you, you know, feel like what you. Was a candy? Was it, was it called Shitty Daddy? The, the, the suckers, the caramel suckers? You hold it, you turn it sideways, it looks straight, then you turn it the other way, it's fair. It's wide, yeah, the sugar daddy yeah, suckers, yeah. I, 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 was, I was a sugar daddy, no pun intended. But, uh. <laughs> He's a comedian too, by the way, y'all. Yes, yes. Oh, I got to show I'm open, I'm at, I'm at Clips in Friday. I'm See? opening up for the water. It's 30 minutes, I've done like five minutes, 10 minutes here, or I may do it intertwined in my poetry set. I got a whole 30 minute set. Wow, you ready? 
Ah, yeah. I think I got a few more jokes to add to it, but yeah, I'm, yeah. We'll see what happens. I know you're gonna tear it up. I know you're gonna tear it up because I've seen yeah. your comedy. You're I ain't, <laughs> I ain't that. very witty, very witty. You're such a talented <laughs> guy. You're such a talented guy. Um, do you feel like sometimes, I don't know, I don't want to say get in the way of yourself, but you being that you have so many, you, people will say the term Jack or Jackie of all trades, but they won't say the last part. Massive none. Hold on, if you don't mind, for y'all who's listening, people only quote half of that quote by William Shakespeare. Jack of all trades, master of none is oft times better than a master of one. Yes. See, listen, there you go, right? And yes, I, I was so, I'm so happy you know what I mean, because I'm yeah. one of those people. Like, I literally have a a beat group that I'm in, and they be like, Sharita, you gonna make a beat this week? Sharita, you gonna make a beat this week? I'm about to surprise everybody. You know, I got, you got to put your hands on every little thing. Do you feel like sometimes that you get in your own way when it comes to like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm talented at this. Do you ever just sometimes feel like you just want to put one or two things down or you just feel like you want to just continue I, I, to expound I, on your gifts no matter what? I have in the past to this point because we always fed that half of that phrase. <laughs> and I was like, man, what, I you know. And that's why, okay, me master. I got into poetry real hard because I really love to draw and paint. So I, I put down my paint brushes for years, just really focus on the poetry part. You know, uh, it went until later on, I got back to rapping. But because for poetry started making any money, I said, me master this first, then I'll go back. Right. Which, so, which by the way, y'all, I was trying to get to this earlier. I started back rapping. I did my first P and I had several beats, several songs produced by this young lady right here, man. That was my comeback. That's right. This that was my comeback, and I loved Me? it. Man. Yes, 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 yes. And, man, oh, man, we had fun. We had fun with those with those tracks, and yeah. you really tore it up. Seriously. But to, but to answer your question, yeah, in the past I've got my own way. And thank you, by the way. Thank you for letting me um, expand beyond the bounds of my state. You're the first artist that I was able to work with outside of North Carolina, and. Yeah. Um, Oh, Thank you yeah. for giving uh, well, the opportunity you, to do that for you. Without that EP, I wouldn't have been able to finish my whole album to get the accolade for that album if it wasn't for this young lady right here. Give me that and, and what accolade did you get? Oh, man. So we have this thing called the UMAs, uh, the Upstate Music Awards. And uh, 2020, 2021, I was uh, Artist of the Year for my album. You know, yeah, yeah. For that album? No, for Manifest. For Manifest. Oh, manifest. okay. Okay. I was saying, but without the, the Moody Black EP, without the first album, yeah, I wouldn't have done that, man. It was really. I was about yeah. to say, did I miss something? But still, I still, you know, uh, I'm, yeah. I, anytime that I can help my folk, you know, that's yeah. just what it is. But uh, it's just, and I still perform the songs, man. I'm doing the hip hop set. I perform those songs. So shout out to me to get your flowers. Thank you. Get my, you know, my flame back, man. Just, yeah. Thank it was crazy. I was I was going my separation, man. I was like, man, I gotta get this out. I was Hiya. Yes. That's that's my jam. That's my jam. I that old song on the porch. Does that be over and over again? I'm just writing and writing and writing. So hats off to this beat miner right here. It's really y'all, man. Y'all y'all hit up with some dope beats for real. Oh man, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that so much. Now I wish I could sign like I, I 
people don't know, I had purchased several instruments through my lifetime. I wanted like, I used to play guitar in like junior high school. I was in a guitar really? class concert. Okay. Once I put it out, because it wasn't a cool thing to do, I put it down. And now I'm still trying to chase that. Like I was good. Now I'm trying to chase that. Like I couldn't, I couldn't play a chord right now. <laughs> Oh, but but you, years, um, if you pick it back up, it might be very easy for you, though. Well, I try and just, I end up selling it. I bought a trumpet one time, end up selling it. I bought, I bought a bass guitar, end up selling it. And it's like, eh. But I, I like, I just know I can do that. I know it's in me to do that. Because I, I remember, I remember we had a guitar concert, but the hood wasn't feeling that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a popular thing when I was in like seventh grade. And I put it down. Oh. I regret that, man. I regret that. Uh, maybe you can maybe you can pick it back up they have plenty of tutorials out here yes youtube man i love youtube university that's why i call it i love youtube if you look for the right Mm -hmm. stuff y'all it can be helpful i love it but uh that's my goal once i get settled and get everything balanced man i'm gonna pick up something i just want to play i'm gonna gonna put an andre 3000 somewhere and play the flute (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna pull the flute out on stage in between what am I sitting well, on? Like, he had a piccolo in his pocket. Man, look, I, matter of fact, you can ask which and I'm in Charlotte. I pulled out a, a harmonica one time. A harmonica? I mean, yes. Started playing it, man. I tried to do a little medley in between, man. I, I did a little Wu-Tang. And, and I, yeah, like, <laughs> just a little bit, man. I was trying everything just to add to my set. Man. Yeah. So wow. I'm going to find it because I, I just know it's in me to play an instrument. Once I get settled, I'm gonna do that. You ever try drums? Nah, I don't know. I can't do that. That's too much. That's, I, I've tried. I sat in that chair and like, boom. <laughs> it takes a lot of coordination to be a drummer. Yeah, I'm not coordinated. I'm not that coordinated for that. And the ones that sing and drum at the same time, I don't know how. Ooh, that's a skill. I can't even play a video game without looking at my hands, let alone a drum. <laughs> Nothing. I told you. I told you. Check yeah, this was, out. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. What were you about to say? I, I was just kind of wrapping up your question, man, just to really uh, try to. I was trying to focus on one thing, but now I'm like, yo, I'm. I put it out there like every week. I'm, I'm like one week I'm put I'm posting up my books. Next week I'm posting up my songs. Next week I'm posting up like some motivational stuff. I'm doing it all, and I'm gonna put it all out there. Especially as you get older, you like you know time. You like trying to measure time. Time waits for no man. Yeah, I think I'm that's where all, we all get to. Yeah, I'm putting it all out there, man. Something gonna hit. <laughs> I'm, gonna <throw> <laughs> I'm a Jackson Pollock that thing. I'm just throwing paint at the wall, see what see what stick. Absolutely. I I love it. It's fun to me. It's fun to me. Like even just doing not only doing artistry, just even putting it on social media, I get a high off that. Just being able to use technology and put I can put my art here and put this here for that. Yeah. It's, it's a high. Yeah. Um, I wanted to save your social media handles and websites to the end, okay. but no, we're going to do it like this. What are you doing now? You're waiting on the book release tomorrow. Are we going to expect a tour? Are we going to expect, um, a gallery exhibit? Are we going to, are, are you teaching with Greenville schools right now? What are you doing? I, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Oh, book been out. Book's been out since January. Okay. Yeah. I, I just got to order some more books. Yeah, I just got to order gotcha. some more Um, So the book is out so y'all can get that. Um, finishing up the album. 
going to have a one-man stage play. The same title, The Other Side of Tomorrow, already okay. written, uh, performing it in a little small town Fountain Inn outside of Greenville. It's a huge auditorium. So January 20th in Fountain Inn, South Carolina, I'm presenting it. And then uh, February 13th, I'll be in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, doing the same play. So I'm still getting some more, so I'm doing a tour. I'm setting up a tour for that. But yeah, so yeah, Greensboro, I uh, come to TSO. It's barely okay. an hour long, hour long play on the side tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I know a lot of poets been doing a one-man stage play, but it's not poetry at all. It's really a play. I wrote myself. It's by myself, myself. Uh, it's about losing love. And uh, got some, you know, some little, little pop culture references in there, man. And it's, it's, it's fun sadness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's going to be out of sight. I, I, I feel confident in it, man. So I want, want to tour with that. I'm excited about that. And I, yes, I'm teaching. I've been teaching a, a lot this school semester. So I'm not kind of slow, but uh, pick back up real quick. I just finished school, middle school here in Greenville. I've uh, got a couple schools in Sparber coming up. Uh, another school in Greenville doing residency at. And finally, I'm doing setting up my California tour, going back to Cali 3, uh, doing a fundraiser for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in December, second week of December, I'm trying to get Hawaii. I'm trying to book Hawaii. I think you're just trying to go to the other side of the, the, the country so it'll be warmer. Hey, man. I, I, I love it over there. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. You, you, you show well. On the West Coast. They absolutely love Hoodie Black on the West Coast. I love the West Coast, man. I just got to get to Hawaii. Funny story. Um, pandemic. Right after the pandemic, I started picking things back up. Then my second California tour. And I had Hawaii booked. Had some workshops and shows booked. And, um, but they had real stringent uh, COVID protocols for Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said you got to do like a test in 72 hours when you get there. I did that. Came back negative. And I flew six hours from LA to Hawaii. Pitch black dark. I didn't even see. As soon as I got the plane, there's a lady at the plane. As soon as you board, get, uh, get off the plane, she has a, a laptop. I mean, a little iPad. She's checking people in. Let me see your papers. I had to email my stuff. She looked said, Whoa, wait a minute. Nah, you didn't. You can't come in. You didn't use our partners. I said, I don't have negatives. Said, yeah, I got your test results, but you didn't use our partners. She said, nah, Stay Are here. you serious? Yeah, I got to Hawaii. I could, I, didn't, I don't even know how it looked. It was, it was late at night. It was dark. Dang, you didn't get to see a tree or nothing. I, nothing. And uh, she said I could stay there, but I had to stay in the hotel. I couldn't leave my hotel. I like nah. So I, did, I had to, I was there twenty minutes. I had to fly right back to Cali. Dang. So I'm trying to go back. So I'm working on Hawaii for the third week. I'm, I'm in that second week of December. I'm in uh, San Jose, Berkeley, and uh, L.A. and uh, so I'm trying to get some more stuff, man. So like a rock out December in California. So, but That'll I got to go find me y'all to help Moody Black get there. I got to go find me. Y'all check that out. I'll be posting up tomorrow. And uh, I'm doing a fundraiser show here in Greenville. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So that's, I got a lot going on. Right. So segue into where they can find you. Talk about the Patreon page and everywhere yes. that they can find you so they can uh, y'all, y'all. understand more about the brand that is Moody Black. Patreon.com, I am Moody Black. There's videos nobody else can see other than my Patreons. So if you will be on Patreon, I get some behind the scenes stuff and the, the deep stuff. And I, I, when I'm feeling sad, how I'm feeling, all I'm happy, happy. I'm posting those videos up. I'm uh, 
pretty soon once I build up the Patreon, I'm gonna do like some interactive stuff because you can do that on Patreon. We can have conversations mm-hmm. no matter where you are, where only you can ask exclusive questions. But y'all, patreon.com, I am really black. Do that, do that, do that, do that if you're part of that. But I am really black.com is my website. I am really black on everything. That simple. No special spellings. I am Moody Black. Moody Black. Got right you. there. And uh, <laughs> TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Blackpeoplemeet.com. I'm just kidding. Not Black People Meet. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So but I am Moody Black. Yes. So check me out. Check That's me right. out. And YouTube. So, oh, yeah. The YouTube, especially. Yeah. So, uh, in closing, got about five minutes left here. Uh, what can you tell uh, the middle-aged folk how to keep their spirits up and their encouragement up? As we're aging, we're not old, we're not young, we're seasoned, you know, trying to make it happen out here and stay even, balanced in our lives. Do you have any input for that for the last five minutes? Don't get discouraged, man. The age thing becomes a factor, man. And I don't look, I don't even think, I still feel like, you know, I'm 20. I know I'm way over 20. But um, I'm guided by my passion, man. You don't, you don't, nobody stop you from that. Think about it. I saw Big Daddy Kane, who's one of the dopest rappers ever. Mm. He's still out there. He, look, he looks good and he's still killing it. And I put him against anybody who's new. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Still doing, he's still touring. He's still relevant. And he works for young cats too. You know what I'm saying? So he's still doing his thing. I saw, um, what's Leslie Lassen, the comedian? She was on Saturday Night Live. Jones. Leslie Jones. She did a bit on Saturday Night Live where she was talking about ages. She was talking about all these people who didn't become famous till after 30, 40, and 50. You know what I'm saying? Like even Oprah Winfrey, you know, at 23, she got fired from her job. She wasn't Oprah like you know now, but it took her like right. 40 years old to become like 38 to 40 to really be start working towards the Oprah that we know now. Uh, That's right. Sanders, he started, he started KFC. He was 65 before he started his chain. Uh, <laughs> Samuel Jackson, before he got famous, famous, he did small roles, but he wasn't famous, famous until after 40. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, my, yeah, these cats, they were grinding, but they, they wasn't million millionaires until after 40 years old. So, y'all, it's doable. You just got to keep doing it and not, not think about the age pack. Think about your past. Think about why you do it. You love it. Shoot, if Big Jagged Elf is still towards 70, man, you can make it at 50. That's right. <laughs> you know That's right. So, yeah, you just do what you love and not, not worrying about what people think. You know what I'm saying? And well, I will say, make sure you're good. <laughs> make sure you're good and great at what you're doing. Then keep doing it. You know, that makes the difference. Because they can't yeah. deny your greatness. If you're great, they can't deny that. Absolutely. Again, whatever your passion are, keep up with the current trends. Not, not, don't sell out and become what's out there, but keep current about how to go about doing it. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. You know, still be uh, you. A good, a good example of that is Busta Rhymes. Busta, stay relevant. Jay-Z, stay relevant. They, they were able to, to stay with what's the current trends and not sell themselves out, but they stay relevant. You know what I'm saying? They can adapt. I mean, that Busta can it can flow any kind of way, and it's great. <laughs> it's great. That's right. So we appreciate you coming on the Middle Page Podcast. Um, Thank you. Salute. 
Keep doing what you're doing. I'm proud of you. I love this show. This is awesome. Y'all keep supporting. Thank you so much. We appreciate you very, very much. Um, like he just said, keep watching the show. You can follow us at info.middlepage at Instagram and um, subscribe. You might have just hit the link on a post to catch us here, but subscribe to Blast Music 24-7 on YouTube to get all these episodes for the Middle Page Podcast and all the other great programming that Blast um, Music 24-7 provides. I'm Sharita C.W. Dela Cruz, and this has been the Middle Page Podcast. <laughs>